What's up? Back again. Pops Wisdom Podcast, episode 36. This episode is going to be about marriage. The lost institution. Recently, my wife and I celebrated our seventh wedding anniversary. We've been together for 12 years. Married for seven. So I decided I'll do this episode. I'm seeing a lot of things going on around the, not just around the country, but around the world pertaining to the institution of marriage. Now I understand a lot of a lot of it, especially from the man's side. Um, so we'll go. We'll start here. Why did I get married? Well, there's multiple reasons. Uh, first one is. I met a woman that I really, truly care for, and she really um, really I don't know how to say it pairs with me well, but it's uh, we get along to the point where it's easy. The relationship is, for the most part, easy. Um, now, marriage necessarily isn't easy. It's one of those things where a lot of people going in it, 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 see the fairy tale side of it. I grew up seeing a marriage that worked well. My parents would have been married for 40 years. Uh, my father passed away. Pops passed away a couple weeks, actually, before their 40th wedding anniversary. So I got to see it firsthand. Um, and and still growing up with parents that are married and had a great outward working marriage I mean as a kid you don't really see what goes on within that marriage and you shouldn't and that's how you know it's a good marriage that the kids aren't so involved in the marriage which a lot of times nowadays you see it where the kids know way too much about the inner workings of their parents marriage and it's tainted their view of marriage i mean a lot of times you hear i don't want to get married I've seen what happened with my parents and I, you know, this, this, and this happened with my parents and stuff. Why do you know that? It's things you should know. Like, stop sharing things with your kids. Your kids are your kids. They're not your best friend. That annoys me to no end. Your child is your child. You don't become friends with your child until they get older and then they start experiencing life things that you told them earlier on. And they come to you and say, hey, uh, you were right. I shouldn't have did that, but thank you for giving me enough rope to hang myself so that I could experience it for myself because I wasn't going to listen to it. I know from personal experience, I'm learning things that Pops taught me when I was a kid. Sorry about that run on sentence, but hey, sometimes it just flows. So with that being said, um marriage isn't easy it is work it's one of those things where every day you have to work wake up and decide i'm doing this today 
and, and whether or not it's a conscious thing it's in the forefront of your mind it's always something like hey this is the life you chose a monogamous marriage um, some people say being married as a man is losing which I understand what that means um, and, and to a the extent it is if you're a married monogamous man you're not living the biological life shall we say so you're not living the life that you were supposed to be living biologically you chose to settle down and reproduce with one woman and be with that one woman whereas biologically you're just designed to procreate as much as possible to as the Jamaican brothers would say be a seed spreader but these United States was built on the back of the nuclear family and monogamous marriage that's how the United States became a superpower and I'm gonna put a microscope on that the black family was the backbone and why we were so strong even when we had the worst pain being inflicted upon us and once we lost that once we lost that it's it's kind of it continues to push us back because we don't know how to work together and before we did, everybody knew their place. Everybody had a role. Everybody understood that once you get married, it's not about you. It's about duty. It's duty to your family. It used to be you didn't do things that would, as a man or a woman, that would disrespect your family name. No matter what goes on, you work that out within your marriage. You stand by that man or woman that you're with you work through it I think a lot of it nowadays people are just weaker than they were before I mean they were black people before when they were getting married were going through way worse things than we are going through now it's just one of those things where we just it's about me and about my happiness about no y'all gonna make me cuss on here trying to be good it has nothing to do with your happiness if you're not happy already that's your problem and no man or woman is going to make you happy you got to be happy within so if you come to a marriage thinking that other person is going to make you happy the rest of your life every day every night I got news for you good luck with that because if you don't know how to make yourself happy nobody can make you happy Men are simple. They don't really take much to make a man happy. The, the, the three S's. Google that. And you'll figure out what that is. Especially a man who's got drive and is on his purpose and understands who he is. And now, making a woman happy, that's a little bit more difficult. Um, my wife she's like me she's a simple person 
it don't take a whole lot to make her happy it don't take a lot to make me happy and that's the enjoyable thing is that she appreciates the little things I mean being extravagant really doesn't impress her and likewise extravagant things really don't impress me that much I don't I mean if somebody shows up with something extravagant I'm like oh that's good for you Uh, I really don't care but hey I'm happy for you that you're happy she's pretty much the same way um it's all about knowing how to pick people you get who you are and if you don't understand that and you shooting for the stars and landing on the moon but you mad because you made it to the moon that's your problem right there you're not happy with who you are and you're looking for somebody else to fill that hole and that's not going to work another thing when it comes to marriage nowadays is the legality of things from a man's point of view I know people say oh, you can't go into a marriage thinking about it the negative way as a man you have to because you have to understand what you're getting yourself into and if you don't you could be taken to the cleaners like a sucker now people say you know they'll quote the stats and I get the stats and the legal system is screwed up and it's terrible um but back then again it goes back to who you chose you gotta you gotta vet that person you gotta vet that man or woman um if you didn't vet that person properly that's on you now maybe you didn't know how to do it and I get that you know um especially nowadays there's not a lot of people teaching people how to do that more so in the last year year and a half there's more of those people showing up online trying to do that work but I mean we live in a gynocracy and if you don't know what a gynocracy is look that up it's a gynocentric social order So things aren't really going to be in your favor as a man. But if you're a man, you stand on what you choose, you know. Um, Another point is that we used to have age gap dating. And what women nowadays are looking for in a man is not going to be viable for a man in the age group they're looking for. And we used to understand this. I mean, a man has to create himself. A man doesn't really begin his earning potential really until he hits about 35. And he really hits his earning stride about 45. You have most women who are in their prime. A woman's prime used to be 
hundreds of years ago, starting as soon as they hit puberty. So at 16, they were married off to some 40-year-old man having babies. Yeah, that's weird. Nowadays, a woman's prime is literally 18 to 28. That that 10-year span. Um, if you look at the happiness graph, there's a graph of happiness. I kid you not. Um, at age 30 is when men and women cross. Men are going up and women are going down in happiness at that point. And as the graph shifts in age, yeah. So the biggest problem is people aren't age gap dating. I'm not going to say people. Men are still age gap dating. Women aren't really age gap dating. And mainly because girls think it's yucky to date an older guy. When they should be dating a man who is roughly seven years older than them. Once they hit the age of 18, of course. So, because, and, and the reason I say that is, and I'm not actually living that. My wife is actually a little bit older than me, but we're not going to talk about that because she don't like that. But I'm, I've always been a very mature person so I've always talked to older girls anyway um but normally a guy who's 35 would be talking to a woman who is let's say 23 to 28 and that's normal the way it should be Mainly because he's at a point in life where he's earning enough to sustain a wife and potentially a child. And she's at her most fertile point and be able to to have those children and be able to bring them to term safely. Right. I mean, you can't defeat nature. That's just how it is. No matter what we do and how much technology we have nowadays, you still can't defeat biology. It's the way it was created. You can throw all the money you want at it. It's still biology. It's simple biology. I know we like to think we're smarter than nature and can outmaneuver biology, but it's still biology. You should be age gap dating. It's that simple. And I always used to hear girls talk about how these old men are always hitting on them. And it's like, well, yeah. And you should probably be like, hey, he's got the resources that I'm looking for. And I've got the youth and beauty that he's looking for. That makes sense. But in today's world, you can't say that because it's yucky. But that's the way reality should be. Also, marriage. Marriage is strongly built on communication. If you don't have strong communication skills, trust me, I know this because my first few years of marriage, communication was terrible. Especially on my end. 
I'm not a very communicative, communicative person. Getting better with that, though. You have to be able to communicate and communicate like an adult. If there's a problem, you need to be able to state that problem. Both of you need to learn how to listen. Both of you need to know how to talk to each other. And both of you need to know each other's triggers so that you can communicate well and understand. Now, nowadays, we have a lot of adult children. And by that, I mean we have a lot of people who are legally adults, but they still act like children, both males and females. We don't live in a traditional society anymore. That's a lot of the reason traditional marriage is failing because we women aren't traditional anymore men are still expected to be traditional men but women don't want to be traditional women anymore and a lot of times women who want to be traditional are shamed for wanting to be traditional and that's not usually by men either because men like traditional women I'd argue to say that there are more husbands than there are wives in the dating market right now because in order to find a husband you must be a wife and a lot of these ladies nowadays don't want to be wives they want the wedding they want the party and the celebration but they don't want everything that comes with being a wife and also people who are way they're way overestimating what their value is in the dating market and they're shooting they're shooting for higher than what they can actually get say it like that it used to be that an average man and average woman would get together in the black community. Get together, be married for 30, 40, 50, 60 years, have a nice family, live a nice average life, and it works. Nowadays, an average looking woman, or an average woman, not just looking, average woman, period would not look at an average man until it's too late and I brought the concept of the wall in a previous episode the wall for men is at 18 you hit that wall and life hits you hard women the wall starts around 30 somewhere between 30 and 35 depending on how average you are or above average you are and once you hit that wall life has a way of humbling you and a lot of people get angry when they hit that wall a lot of women get angry when they hit that wall and they don't understand why things are the way they are whereas men usually understand it because we hit the wall at 18 and then from 18 we have to build up and understand where we are in the world you have to create Men have to create. Women just exist. I'm just saying. That's how it is. I didn't make the rules. I just report them. Men have to create their value. 
women have inherent value. They have intrinsic value. And that, I do believe, is part of the reason why people aren't getting married anymore. Because they don't want to, quote, settle. Whatever the heck that means. They don't want to settle. But in actuality, the guys they're looking for would be settling for them. And... You can't expect to get more than what the dating market says you're worth. No matter how much you think you should. How you feel you should, as I did in the episode about feelings, how you feel doesn't matter to the rest of the world. Those are your feelings. Reality is reality. So, when it comes to marriage... You also have to find somebody that's compatible. And a lot of people are terrible at picking people nowadays. Men, we are terrible at picking women. And ladies, I think I might be worse. (laughs) But I think a lot of that comes to we don't involve, ladies don't involve the men in their families and the men that they're trying to be with a lot of times nowadays like it used to be if you wanted to date somebody's daughter you had to go through daddy and daddy would look at that man and decide whether or not he was worthy of dating his daughter nowadays ladies y'all date men based off of how they make you feel how they how they make you tinkle shall we say Instead of looking at whether or not this man is somebody who I can count on to be the man that I want to be beside. But a lot of y'all don't even look for that anymore because I can do it all by myself. I'm independent. And being strong and independent getting you strong and lonely for the rest of your lives. And then when you get old and you're by yourself and your kids have grown up and moved on and you can't find anybody then what strong and independent right man needs woman woman needs man we need each other for different things life was designed for for a man and woman to work together So whenever you want to live your life without a man, you have to realize that you're going against nature, number one. Number two, life was designed for two people to work together, especially in this current system that we live in. Children do better in a two-parent household. Now, I understand when the parents aren't aren't working out together and they're fighting and I understand. That's because y'all didn't pick each other properly. You just went off of what your nether regions told you you needed. Instead of thinking with your brain, both male and female. He made you feel a certain way and you gave him what he wanted. And boom, there you go. Instead of vetting each other properly. And the best way for ladies to vet a man properly is put him in front of the men in your family. If you don't have your father in your life, 
I'm sure you got cousins that love you. I'm sure you got uncles that love you. If you don't have them, put them in front of a man that you trust. And see see what that man says about him. Me personally, the way I used to vet women is I bring them around the women in my family. If they can survive the women in my family, then, well, boom. I know that's that's the one. That's how that's what I did with my wife. Real talk. We usually have a big Thanksgiving. I mean, we haven't had it in a while. COVID has been <laughs> killing all fun. All the fun. So I brought her to Thanksgiving. My cousins brought looked at her and were like, well, she was instantly family. So at that point, it's like, hey, you get the nod. You got the nod from pops. That didn't take much. You got the nod from moms. That took a lot. You got the nod from the women in my family. I love and respect. There you go. You, you pass the test. I mean, it's that simple. If you really want to know if a man is right for you, ladies, bring them around the men in your family. Those men will let you know. Don't let what's in between your legs pick a man. And don't let what's in between your legs pick a woman, fellas. You got to have discipline, self-control. But then again, I'm old school. I was raised by pops. He was old school. So the way I look at the world, it's old school. And we live in a non-traditional world. I'm a traditional man living in a traditional world. I married a traditional woman for the most part. I mean, nowadays, well, 70% of people in marriage, both people don't have to work. Black people already understand this. In order to raise a family in today's world, you both gonna have to work unless you, as a woman, marry a man who's in the top 10%. So that six figure dude. But you also gotta think what's gonna make him choose you? He's got options. If you average, you're just gonna be a toy for him. That's what I'm saying. Average man. Average man is five foot eight making black man somewhere around forty two thousand. White man fifty thousand in the United States. That's the average man. Be happy. Take an average man. Stop trying to use a dual mating strategy where you have the babies by the alpha dude and have the so called beta dude raise your babies and marry you and take care of you. You average. There's nothing wrong with being average. People are so upset about average. Average is fine. Most of the people in the world are average. It's the bell curve. You have outliers on either side. You have the below average and the above average. And right in the middle is average. Be average. Be happy. Live an average life. Stop. If, if you're not above average, stop trying to be something that you're not and just be yourself. Be happy. I truly believe a lot of people marriages end because 
people become selfish and they're worried about I and me instead of we. It used to be you wouldn't do anything to tarnish your family's name, heritage, or legacy. We need to get back to that. And that's for real. It used to be you stuck with that person. You work things out. And a lot of times people don't want to work things out nowadays because they're scared. Or they're too worried about themselves because they're all about me. Bump that. It ain't about you. Once you put that ring on, you say them vows, it's about we. And you better slide in them roles. A lot of people get up, a lot of ladies get upset nowadays because they want to be right there alongside, running right alongside the man they with. No, 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 no. You take, as a man, you take into value whatever your wife counsels you on. I go to my wife all the time with questions and I take it into account, but the final decision falls on me because I'm the leader of the the marriage. I mean, a man has to lead the marriage. I know that's not popular to say nowadays, but hey, I'm old school, I'm traditional. I don't care what you think. I don't care how you feel. But we're coming up to the end of the time. So, as always, remember, please like, share. If you like the uh, podcast, if you don't, share it anyway. Follow me on Twitter at Wisdom Pops, Instagram Pops Wisdom, and email popswisdom68 at gmail.com. I'll see y'all in the next one. Peace.